This year, I am really focused on my health and sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out there right now, and they are one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. No seed oils, no preservatives or toxins. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and honestly, you could taste it. I started taking Symbiotica because I was feeling sluggish and tired, and I just wanted to feel better, but I also wanted a supplement that actually tasted great. Plus, their supplements are super easy to just take on the go. They taste good. Having supplements that don't taste like chalk or artificial ingredients makes me look forward to taking them every day. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine, and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal this winter has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. I take a Symbiotica every morning with my eggs and I'm ready to go. I'm alert. And then I hit the gym. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every single month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code BACHELOR for 15% off your subscription order. I think when when you're in a relationship, being able to travel with somebody is like one of the best things you could do. I agree. I think some of our best memories together are exploring new places and relaxing somewhere on a beach. So we've been working with the brand Beachbound Vacations to find our next perfect beach vacation. And instead of spending hours searching for your perfect beach, take the perfect beach finder quiz and let Beachbound do the heavy lifting for you. Go to beachbound.com to get started today. I mean, I love it. I can't wait for our next vacation. To get started, go to beachbound.com, click be the first to try, and then select take our quiz. There's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. What's up, Bachelor Happy Hour listeners? It was another wild week here on The Bachelor, and we, of course, have so much to talk about from last night's episode. But with that being said, I'm hoping from here on out, the crazy is done. Yes, things have definitely taken a turn for the serious and the romantic. And Becca, I am so excited because today we have one of my favorite Bachelor recappers and TikTokers, Elise Myers, here to break it all down. Oh, gosh. I just got the chills when you said that because she is one of my all-time favorite people. She is a new dear friend and just she's an absolute delight. So I cannot wait to have her on to share her with all of you listeners. But in the meantime, we of course have to quickly break down last night's episode because a lot happened. So just... To start it off on a high note, Serena, give me your favorite fashion moments. All righty, let's get in to the fabulous fashion this episode. So I'm going to start off with the day look. I first want to give a shout out to coats. We saw some great coats in this episode. We've we are in Vienna. It's a little bit on the cooler side. We're seeing some spring, fall temperature fashion, and I'm loving all of the coats. But my day look has to go to Gabby. This may be one of my all-time favorite looks of this season. I was absolutely obsessed with it. She wore a chocolate brown leather pant, a short little heel, and a brown kind of corseted sleeveless top on the group date and she had gold jewelry her hair was pinned up with a little bit down I mean it was 12 out of 10 chic I was obsessed with it (laughs) moving into the night look I'm gonna have to give this one to Rachel very classic simple elegant sexy all of the above she's wearing just a black slip dress if you watch me on the bachelor you know that I love a good slip dress they are comfy and Mm -hmm. fashionable my favorite combination so she's gonna take the cake on that one and then last but not least for the rose ceremony gown 
I'm going to give it to Serene for this is for the second rose ceremony because we saw two in this episode. She wore a gorgeous green gown. It was sparkly. I think this kind of teal dark green tones is really her color. I think she looks so beautiful in it. And then obviously I would be it would be a mess if I didn't shut out Susie's gorgeous yes. gown. Mm-hmm. I was actually going to ask you how you felt about that gown and just everything she tried on in general, because I mean, that red gown was a stunner. Stunner. Oh, beautiful. I was, I was so jealous. We've seen a lot of fashion dates. They pretty much do in every season, but this one was ultra special. Just being in Vienna, getting to meet with the designer of all of these gowns. I think my favorite was she wore, she tried on a high neck floral gown and had, mm-hmm. it was very multicolored and it just looked like a piece of art. Mm-hmm. That whole date was beautiful. I guess that's the perfect segue into this recap because that was one of the points I wanted to touch on was that whole date was just stunning, especially when she met the designer. They went into this gorgeous gallery. It kind of felt like a museum, if you will. And there was just all of these gowns lined up. And I was like, this is most every girl's dream. Like it was beyond beautiful. And I do have to say like those fashion pampering dates always breed success because if you go back in history the people who go are picked on those dates usually go far for instance i was picked on ari season for that one went pretty far you know um i believe (laughs) just a little little. i believe brian abasolo on rachel's season they she did like a pampering fun spoiling date for him he obviously won and then correct me if i'm wrong but didn't rachel on matt's season get that date as well Yes. So Rachel got the shopping date about midway through our season and obviously mm-hmm. they are together and happy. So yeah, there's success with the shopping dates. You yes. can definitely see a pattern. It's, you know, of course, like whoever gets it so lucky because you get pampered, you get all of these incredible things. But uh, if it's all, you know, in line with what we've seen in history, you also get the person at the end. So we'll see. I like I said at the beginning of this entire season, I have high hopes for Susie. I feel like she's I mean, she's obviously going to hometowns, but I think she's going to go far. So got my eye on that one. I know, um, they have a good connection and you can see it. Definitely. Definitely. Um, another I have a couple points to pick out. I want, well, first I'm going to have you take it away because I feel like I might be ragging on certain things. So give me some <laughs> of your high points of this episode. Okay. I'm trying to take it back because so much happened in this episode. I mean, we saw the rose ceremony. Oh, I guess we started off this episode. Actually, let's take it all the way back to the beginning with Sarah coming back from her one-on-one date. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of this episode revolved around Sarah in general. I mean, we basically saw the start and the end of the Sarah drama all in one episode, which I don't know why we couldn't have had that go down with Shanae, but we dragged her drama out for half the season (laughs) and then packed Sarah's moment into a solid hour and a half. Mm -hmm. Good point. I... I'm surprised at how quickly that happened. I'm sure. It, I mean, from what we saw from everyone else talking to Clayton about Sarah, I think it had been brewing for a while for us. It, like you said, it seemed like it was just packed into an hour and a half. Um, it was interesting, though, because I think at the start of the entire season, no one would have pegged Sarah for, I mean, this quote unquote villain, if you will. But it seems like towards the end, she really rubbed a lot of the girls the wrong way. And it was interesting because the way that she approached the women and especially Mara when coming back from that second one-on-one was so interesting. And I think that was the beginning of the end because you really started to see her confident, well, overconfidence slash cockiness. Uh, I want to talk about the group date really quick because again, we had another therapy session I feel like we've already had one this season I know I've given my opinions on these group dates these types of group dates before and I'm just not a fan and I'm like why couldn't Clayton have just had these conversations with the women without a therapist present like we didn't need to do this people right yeah I mean I will say I liked this style of therapy date significantly better than the truth circle because at least this was slightly more intimate. It felt like a mediated conversation between two people in a relationship versus like, let's all 
forcefully share our deepest, darkest traumas with each other. <laughs> we just met. So it felt a little less uncomfortable for me to watch as a viewer. But yeah, I mean, the therapy dates. Wait, can we just, I know I'm totally jumping here, but my brain just went from like Sarah thanking the therapist for being present <laughs> to like her crying to then at the end of the episode when she was having the conversation with Clayton, he basically was like, I think you're fake crying and I don't mm-hmm. believe you. I was actually so shocked that he finally called somebody out. I was like, there's no way he's ever going to say something like this. And then he's like, I think you're being fake. I don't believe those tears. I was like, hell yeah, this is what we wanted, Clayton. Like, I know. I, I know it's, it's at somebody's expense and it obviously I'm sure sucked for Sarah, but I'm so glad he finally got to the point where it's like, we actually saw some emotion and feeling before I felt like he's always so buttoned up. He's afraid to say certain things. He's afraid to really ask the right assertive direct questions so I'm proud I'm proud that he called her out I mean I think it caught Sarah very much so off guard I do not think she was expecting that just from everything she was saying and from what the women were saying but I have to give props to Clayton for that moment yes it was such a good moment I mean I we've seen Sarah cry multiple times I feel like we know what it looks like when she's genuinely upset and crying. There was not a single tear coming out of her eye. I mean, I was looking at her crying, quote unquote crying. And I was like, I don't see any actual tears on her face. And the minute Clayton said, you know, I feel like you're just trying to make yourself cry. She snapped right out of it. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, yeah, I don't believe you. And then even at the car, he was like, I don't believe you, which this episode more than any other episode i was like clayton is the bachelor like he's woken up he's realized what role he's in and he's finally kind of taking the situation into his own hands i was so grateful to watch that yeah i want more of that clayton if you can give us more please and thank you um yeah it was interesting she i had a point i wanted to say about i was the just fake... so disappointed with sarah i oh, really I'm... liked her and i just yeah i was disappointed well, this is what I want to say. I'm going to use now her words against her, but it, it, it seemed like a last ditch effort, you know, and, and that's exactly what she said to Mara. Um, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> she's got. <laughs> just, well, I mean, I I'm, think when she's sitting there being like, I have amazing relationships with the girls in the house, like I have best friends here. Meanwhile, the three other women are saying to Clayton the exact same story of like, this is what's gone down. And this is how we felt. Mm-hmm. It really just doesn't add up. Like if I'm sitting totally. there, I'm like, I would feel the same way. Like, I don't believe you. I I wish that we maybe would have seen more of what Sarah was actually saying to all of the women there was, you know, we've seen her say like, I'm really confident in my relationship and my connection with Clayton, but that's all. Like, I wish we could have seen more because it does seem like it was extreme. If multiple women are coming saying the same thing. Um, but again, like we only have so much to air. And of course, like a lot of the Sinead drama took up everything. All right. Well, next week will be a big week. It's definitely a turning point week when he goes to hometowns and meet meets four families so i can't wait to see what happens but in the meantime i just i'm so freaking excited right now we have our tiktok takeover because we have to bring on our guest elise she is not only a tiktok sensation a web developer she's an incredible singer and songwriter and she just added motherhood to her resume she has the cutest family the sweetest husband and she is just an absolute gem of a human so I can't wait to share her with our listeners. I think it's time, Serena, to bring our girl Elise Myers on to Bachelor Happy Hour. For all of our listeners, ever since Becca met Elise, she has not stopped talking about her. <laughs> she is truly her number one fan. So, Elise, welcome yes. to the podcast. Wow, that Thank was you. perfect timing. <laughs> that was truly perfect timing. I'm going to try really hard to not pass out and fangirl because that would be really inappropriate for being on your podcast. So, I'm going to just drink my water and do my best. But, oh my we gosh, can't have hi. you pass out because... Wait, hold on. I have a surprise for you, Elise. Oh my gosh, hi. I was blue with envy when she told me you were coming on the podcast today. I've never wanted to be a host more in oh my, my entire life. Wait, look at the doggies. I, I, I just feel... They all want to say hi. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to have you. Thomas will probably come back on before you head out, but... Oh, I love it. Um. Oh my gosh, Elise. Serena, as you were hopping on, it's just... 
saying how much I fangirl over you since we met. Elise, I have to say, like, sometimes you just meet people in life and you just connect and you know you're just going to be friends for a lifetime. And I feel yeah. like that is how Thomas and I felt about both you and your incredible husband, Jonas, and your yeah. cute little baby, August. Like, you three are just such wonderful humans. You're just mm. like, you brought so much joy to the weekend that we spent together. And so ever since then, I was like, we got to get Elise on. We have oh. to have Elise on. I have to share it with our listeners. No, no so. joke, Elise. I have heard about you every single week that we record this podcast oh since God. the day you guys have met. And Becca has made me <laughs> so excited to meet you. So we are so happy to have you here today. I am so excited. And I will tell you right now, I like did not think Becca that we would meet the way that we did. I thought that like, um, when you like walked onto the premise of our location in California, I, you walked in and obviously like, I, I literally almost lost my mind. And Jonas was like, Elise, just like take a few deep breaths. And I was like, it's all good. I'm going to ruin dinner and you're not even going to be there to help like fail me Wait, out. I'm can, just you guys, can you guys share how you met and where yeah. you met in this whole story? Yes. yes take it away, Elise. Take it okay. away. <laughs> so, so we were doing this thing in Ojai Valley for a brand deal and me and Thomas were both hired to be like filming content over in like, um, this like cool camper area. And Thomas was on the zoom call <laughs> leading up to this like weekend. And he was silent the whole time. And all of a sudden, right in like the last 10 minutes, he asked this question is little tiny square pops up on my screen. And it's Thomas's face. And I mute myself and I scream to the other room. I was like, Jonas, it's Thomas. He's like, like bachelor Thomas. And I was like, yes. And so I was like, well, obviously Becca's not going to be there. Thomas, it's just going to be Thomas. Becca has like all these important, like celebrity things to do. She's not going to be there in Ojai. So like, it's okay. I'm like, I'm just excited to meet Thomas. Like literally everybody. I'm, I can't wait. So then we get there and then Thomas and Becca roll up and I see Thomas. I'm like, Oh, he just is so, he's so tall and so cool. Like I can't wait to like get to know him and my husband's going to and all that. Then Becca gets out and I was like, okay, cool. like, I'm going to lose my mind. So then we get to dinner and like, I know way too much about you, Becca. Obviously the whole world knows way too much about you. Like you, I know more about you than you know about you at this point. You like and things that aren't even true. Yeah. And so, and so you're at dinner and I realize like, I know your name, but like people probably don't introduce themselves, like ask your name, right? Like people just like probably walk up to you and like, they know you. So they don't think to be like, what's your name? So we're sitting at dinner and I'm like, I haven't introduced myself to you yet. My name's Elise. And then I was like, we're going to be best friends. So, oh yeah. Story. The moment I knew we were going to be friends is, so we sit down to this like lovely catered dinner. We were handed champagne off of this lovely tray. Once we get Your it, I'm favorite, like, Becca? I was like, this is service. And we sit down, <laughs> we all go to our oh seats and Elise just starts chugging her champagne. She's like, I just had a flight. This is the first, first time first I flight. flew with my one-year-old it was crazy blah 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 like you're going into like how stressful oh i can only imagine God. how stressful it was to fly with a one-year-old on the first flight ever for him and you chug your wine and i was like oh i'm gonna be friends with this girl this, and, we, and then i asked for another one because i was like i don't know if they're like doing a fancy toast so i was like can i have another glass yeah. of champagne and we didn't so i just chugged there's nothing too. worse than chugging your drink and then someone asking to do a toast and you're like well i'm gonna be that girl like, oh, with the empty glass yeah definitely i'm, I'm so glad that's not happened so I got to chug a second glass and we oh were my gosh but then I have to say so I had like posted videos of us that first night of dinner and we had this like beautiful rice bowl with like this pastry pot like puff pie paste, pot pie yeah and uh, and and Thomas wanted Elise to do the honors so she like kind of you know kind of like the creme brulee you like crack it open and start digging in yeah and so I got a video of Elise cracking it open and you, I don't even know what you said like oh this is a good it's vintage good year. year or something yeah <laughs> Good and, I, and I posted it on Instagram and the next day I woke up and like all of my friends in the bachelor world, like especially Tia Booth, everyone was like, we're oh, so jealous. Gosh. And at first I thought Tia was saying she was jealous because, because of the That's food, the like how good yeah. the food looks. <laughs> And she's like, well, yeah, that looks good too. But like, I'm more jealous that you're hanging out with Elise. And, oh and so I had to gosh. tell her that, but it was just, we started off on such a good high note. We went there. And then and now we're just keep on like, going. Well, so first off, let's start it off. How have okay. you been? You have the most adorable family. Like, just catch us up on you and life. Me and life. We're good. We got back and then we just were in Kansas. And so that was like another one of August's first like road trips. So that was fun. We spoke at a university there, which like 
not when I went to, I had never graduated college. So I'm just trying to sit here and be like, everybody stay in school. I didn't, and I am <laughs> successful, but that doesn't always happen. Um, and so that was fun. And just kind of waking up and making videos at four, like I usually do. And um, yeah, being in conversations I have no business being in, but somehow am, and it's just, you know, it's amazing. Where do you guys live now? We live in Omaha, Nebraska. Okay. But yeah. hopefully we're converting them to um, Southern California. Yes. It's not Operation that hard. Omaha. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I mean, I'm originally from California, so I am super excited to kind of just like be able to be there so often. Um, and we're going to be spending a month in California in uh, April. So I'm, that's my goal to just be like, see, Jonas, it's so cool over here. Like my family's here. You're going to love it. Here. Just yeah. here. Well, I'll be on tour in April, but if you don't see Thomas when you're here, I'm not going to hear the end of it. So make sure you see him. We're going to see you in March. Yes, uh, you're coming the, to my show. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Oh I cannot gosh. wait. I'm so excited. I'm going to wear a full Just ball gown. Should I wear my me. wedding dress? I oh, think absolutely. so. I might, I might be calling you up on stage. Well, I'm going to be ready. Okay, Elise, you are big in the social media scene. Obviously, you are huge on TikTok. So I'm going to actually hire you to help me because I don't understand TikTok at all. But your either. videos, <laughs> well, you could have fooled me because your <laughs> videos are incredible. I feel like I just go down rabbit holes and watch video after video after video of you. But can you tell us for all of the listeners who don't know what actually made you blow up on TikTok, what was yes. that video about? Cause it is so good. Oh my gosh. So I went on a date with a guy like almost 11 years ago now online. So I'm already going to start laughing. Like just remembering <laughs> this TikTok. <laughs> I, what's so crazy. Okay. Anyway, I, I, there's a lot. Okay. Story. So Oh my gosh. I can't believe this actually happened. Okay. So I went on a date with a guy online. Literally it's like Craigslist at this point in like 2011, like online dating apps are not cool. They're not fun. It's super shameful, like meeting somebody online. So I got a message from this dude and it, he had like one photo. First of all, first red flag, like, why don't you have 12,000 photos for me to look through, you know, like a, anyways, so he's like, I like your face. Let's go get some food. And then I was like, I love food. You're my soulmate. Um, let's definitely go do that. But he wanted me to drive to him. So I drive, see him. Um, and I'm like trying to figure out whether this is the same person in the photo. And he's already getting into my car. And he's like, um, hey, can you drive us to dinner? And I was like, yeah, I guess. And then he's like giving me turn by turn directions. And we land in a Taco Bell. And I was like, <laughs> Uh, and then, um, I'm like dying in a drive through and he's a drive through. So I was like, Wait, okay. I gotta know, I gotta know yes. when he was like, let's go get dinner. You were like, yeah, there was no like follow up questions of like, where are we going to dinner? How far is this place? Like, is it Italian or pizza or sushi? Like I would have 6 million questions. You were just I, like, I'm all in. I had sure. them all. I had them all, but I was 18 and I like, don't, I don't know the etiquette of dating. This is my first time ever dating somebody that wasn't like from high school where I had already known his whole life story, his mom and like saw baby photos of him. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. that first like adult world dating experience. I'm like, am I allowed to ask a question? <laughs> like raise my <laughs> hand. Like, I don't know what's like, I'm a girl. Like, should I have any questions? Like, well, in you, in your defense, he said, let's get food. I'm like, you know, I've been like, hell yeah, I let's get food. married. Okay. Yeah, literally that, that was my thinking. So, so we landed at Taco Bell and I'm like, I'm a girl that can get down with some tacos. Like that's really not an issue with me. Like, so it wasn't like the Taco Bell thing. It was just that like, it was the, it was the no, not telling me where we were going. So I was like, okay, he must have like a plan. And if he doesn't, I like Taco Bell. So it's fine. So we go to a drive through and literally like, as I'm rolling my window down before I can even like get the window fully down, he has like fully leaned over me and is like on my lap, like through the center console asking, like, I would like a hundred hard shell tacos. And I'm like, a hunch, like, so I'm like, okay. And he's like, do you want anything? And I was like, nah, I think, I mean, unless you plan on eating them all, like, I think that's good. I think I've only a few, like, I'm, thank you. So then like, as we're driving from the, the speaker to the window, he does like the pat thing. And I'm like, no. Mm -mm, honey. And, and I, and I was like, did you forget your wallet? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, do you need me to pay? And he's like, yeah. Like, yeah. How much was it for a hundred Taco Bell tacos? It was about 150 USD. <laughs> So, wow. Oh my God. Yeah. He is Whoa. not a cheap date. No. no. And they didn't give me like the party pack deal. They didn't give me like it, you, no value. Did like, you no. extra hot coke? sauces? Oh, they gave me a whole box of hot sauce. Like that was a whole box. And, <laughs> One per taco. Uh, yeah. And, and I did a video of me reordering the 100 tacos when I hit like, I think a million or something 
followers. And I showed a physical representation of what that looked like in the car and what it looked like when I grabbed them all and ran out of the house. But that's so, so we got all tacos and I was like, okay, like, where are we going next? And, and he's like, oh, I'll, we'll just go back to my house. And I was like, I'm already committed now. Like I'm in it. I can't. Like, I want like, one of these damn tacos. I know. I'm like, at least I'll, I'll eat first, you know? So we go back to the house. We walk in and his dad is sitting on the couch and I'm just like, okay, he lives with his dad. Like I'm literally teleporting through hoops to like explain to my brain that this is okay. We sit down. He like pours all the tacos down on the table, screams, let's feast. And then I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be murdered. Like, I think moment. that's the best part of the story though, is the let's, <laughs> let's feast. feast. <laughs> Well, so then, so then we're like eating tacos in silence, and I'm like, okay, this dude loves tacos. Like and you know, in your heart at this point, like this isn't the first time he's done this. Like this 100%. is hundred percent. This is a regular occurrence. Oh yeah, and the thing that really showed me, I was like, this is a rehearsed experience for him. Is his dad comes over, is standing over me eating a t- like lettuce, shredded lettuce, like falling yeah, out of like his mouth. Yeah, like something they do on- together. Yes. and you've just been included and, today. Oh yeah, and he goes, "Do you want to see my studio?" And they look at each other, and that look of like, "This is the time where we go show them the studio." I like literally, like I have like goosebumps this, because it was so creepy. This like, is the beginning of a horror movie. Yeah, a there might be a podcast. There like might- a weird porno. Like either it, way. Whatever that studio was, I'm like, I don't care if you want to show me your sick beats or if you want to film an inappropriate movie, but either way, like, I do not want to know like what it is. And so I like was like, no, I'm good. And I gather all the tacos and I walk to my car and try and make it look like I don't need help because the <laughs> last thing I want is for him to like have a, a visual like memory of my license plate. So I just in shame. I get the vibe. He wasn't going to help you. I mean, he didn't drive. He didn't no. pay. No, <laughs> I'm so intrigued about what this studio is now. Has he ever, since you blew up on TikTok and posted this video, has he ever tried contacting you? No, no. Oh Wait. my gosh. I want you to send me his name because I want to creep on him and see if I can message him and be like, what was in the studio? So I don't know. I don't know his name because he tried he tried to message me back and I like after the date to ask me to go on another date. And I was so terrified I would get really drunk and respond to him that I deleted my entire account, my whole <laughs> OkCupid account. I was like, I don't even want to have the option to respond to this dude. So I don't have his name or photo, but I, if I saw a picture of him, I could, I could remember who he was. And yeah. Just the fact that he thought that that went well enough for a second date. Like, I want to know where this guy is. Yeah, no. Like, and like, what does that entail? Like, you go pick up popcorn and then like go eat it in the studio? Like, do I buy 100 movie tickets for him and his entire family? I think the answer family? is yes. Do, I you think you buy, do. do you buy 100 Chipotle burritos this time and just up the ante a little bit? No, I don't. I would, I literally <laughs> would be in debt at that point. I had no money. I was like, I, I barely made it like, like buying this man's tacos. And it, what sucked was instead of saying no, I knew I was just paid the day before. So, and he didn't know that. I could have been like, sorry, I can't afford that. I don't have $150 in my bank account. But I had like 175 unfortunately. So um, <laughs> he wiped enough. it out. Yeah. So anyways, that's how I got here. Okay, so for all of our listeners, please check out her video that made her blow up on TikTok. TikTok. It is so good. Um, but Elise, before we met, you were obsessed with The Bachelor. You did your own funny recaps. <sighs> They're incredible. And oh, as somebody okay. who actually lived it, they hit even harder for us. Oh, so, I'm so glad. Give us the background of how you got started in the bachelor world. Was it something that you and your husband just always watched together? Like, how, how did you join us? I have been following The Bachelor since literally season one. And like, my brothers would drink red wine and eat chocolate, and we would like, watch the show like my brothers got me into this show and um ever every single episode since all the paradise everything and so when i got married and met jonas his first season was it was ari that was it so we <laughs> were introduced literally to you Whoa, together Day one. Yes. I knew I felt the connection with Isn't you guys. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> like the whole thing. And I remember we had to go to the gym to blow off our anger because of the like unedited scene with you. And, yeah, that whole like thing. We were like so angry. It was like 11 o'clock at night by the time we finished watching that. And we went to our gym to like walk on the treadmill. So we were in a little apartment and like didn't have access to anything. And we were so mad for you. And we're like, this is bullshit. And like, (laughs) oh my gosh. 
so we've I've been following it for forever and I'm obsessed and so yeah oh my gosh well give give Jonas an extra big hug for me next time because that makes me so happy I will I will I want to ask you more about bachelor and because you are part of bachelor nation now I'm just gonna say what please answer this correctly (laughs) who has been your favorite lead since you've been watching from the beginning um I think Becca (laughs) I was just gonna say I'm winking at you (laughs) Becca goes answer this correctly (laughs) okay besides me I know you have the same because we're friends but besides me give us a few bachelor bachelorette I was gonna say genuinely you are like top three, but you actually are. And I wouldn't, I'm not just oh. saying that, but to you and okay. I know, I know that some people have certain opinions about like Nick, but I genuinely did enjoy watching him as the lead both times. He was both times. He was on it twice, right? He, well, he was on, no, no, no. So he was on Bachelor at twice. He was oh, on and then was the lead. And then went on Paradise and then was yes, and then yeah. was the lead. Yes. Yeah. So I, I actually enjoyed watching his um who else? Um I the first I mean the first one was like incredible. The first season Iconic. ever of Bachelor. Yeah. And then um Jason, that heartbreak of him like leaning mm-hmm. over the rail crying, that cry is so iconic. Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. Um, let's see. I liked Rachel's a lot. Um, I loved meeting grocery store Joe so much. And it like makes me so like happy to know that like y'all are so happy. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh. Is it weird by the way that like, cause Becca, you never even really dated. No, I, I talked to him for 10 minutes and then he went home. Yeah. You're like, bye. See ya. I don't know. I knew he had better things in store in his future. You, you felt it. You felt it in your heart. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. So those are, those are some of my faves. And I know I'm blanking now that I'm under pressure and answering the question, but I, I think it's so cool that each season is so different. Like it's the same format, but really like once quarantine hit too, it really, it really changed the format of everything and allowed people to realize like there are other ways that it can work out. Like with Colton not leaving and engaged, like all of that, like a lot of that kind of changed how it worked. And so now people right. feel like it's more of a two-way street. Like it's more um, of a choice on both parties. Like to say like, I'm in this, you know, like it doesn't feel like, okay, if this person picks me, we have to get engaged and leave a happy couple. Like it just, it feels more, um, what's the word? Like, like two-way uh, street. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And it's been really interesting to watch that unfold in these these last few seasons. Um, and it's been really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, sorry, Serena. No, you're good. I was just going to say for Clayton season then, I mean, I want to know all your thoughts, but who would you like to see as The Bachelorette or who are like, even if it's not from Clayton season, is there anyone from the past that you're like, oh my gosh, I would just love to see this person be the lead? Um, Okay, so definitely not Shanae. (laughs) Are you sure? No. And I, I need to know really quick before I answer that question, is that real? Like, what part? All of it was her. Shanae, I, yeah. Like, yes, it's real, right? Yeah. She's not yeah. being edited in that way. No, I mean, like, everything that we say that comes out of our mouths is us. Like, there are times where you'll have, like, the team kind of helping direct conversations between people. Yeah. But, like, everything we say and do is us. Yeah, no one can make you say anything. <laughs> but... I think like who I would want to see, I don't know, like obviously who make it to the end, but like, oh, what's her name? I'm, I have a cheat sheet with me right now and I, I, and I'm so bad at names. Where is she? Where is she? She has the most amazing eyebrows. We can help. And she, she's, oh, Rachel. I really mm. like Rachel. She's one of mm-hmm. my favorites. And I don't know if like she ends up being involved in drama later, but she's my favorite right now. Um, and then I... Oh, Mara? Is that her name? I don't like Mara. I just found out I don't like her. <laughs> Mara. Yeah. Mara. She's like, I'm just keeping it 100. And I was like, I don't think you know what that means, my friend. I think that my definition of 100 and your definition of 100 is not the same 100. Like, mm-hmm. I, oh, that just means Mara's so keeping 100. it like a solid 64. <laughs> like, that yeah. is not what I would equate like to 100. plus one equals 50. And I'm like, I don't think that we went to the same math class, my friend. Is she like... <laughs> I just, I, it blows my mind that someone can tell the lead, like, this girl is too young to get married. It's like, there's mm-hmm. one thing for someone to say, like, I feel too young to get married and relaying that information. But then to just like assume something of somebody because of their age or the five minutes that you've seen the lead and that person together, like, 
you're not allowed to tell somebody like what you see and, and how that will play out long-term. Like that blows my mind when people waste their time. That's so precious talking about other people mm-hmm. like yeah. it never works out for them and they just right. do it every time you said right. it best you said in your tiktok you were like it's prison rules out here keep your head down and other people's name <laughs> out of your mouth and yes. no joke that is it that is it if anyone is going on the show that is the one thing you should take away from this podcast is just don't talk about that whole don't. situation i could get so fired up about because i'm 23 obviously mm-hmm. so yeah. i really it just hit close to home. And obviously like it was things that I had heard before too, yeah. especially from the general public, but like, yeah. believe it or not, some people don't get engaged at the end of it. Some people get engaged and don't get married for five plus years. And some people are just 23 and are ready for an engagement. And just cause you aren't ready or you, sorry, you weren't ready at 23. Doesn't mean that they're not. Oh, you so and, and some people get engaged way too many times and it doesn't work out. So <laughs> that too. you just never see? know. You never know. It's like roulette. You just, you, you hope for the best and see where it goes. And like, yeah. it's, it's crazy to me. Like I got engaged at, I think 22 and married at 23. And like, for me, because I, that's my experience, it blows me away when people are like, she's not ready. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, just, you, how about you just stop being so insecure about your connection with him? And if you don't like it, just be better. Like Mm -hmm. just, oh my gosh, I, I would have loved, okay. I'm just going to put this out there. Two things. Number one, Elise, we might have to see you in paradise doing a little bartending action with Wells at some point. You would be gold. You would be so good for anyone to go to for advice or just like comedic relief. But I also have to say in last night's episode, they have a whole uh, therapy group date. It's like couples counseling. And instead of that counselor, I would have loved to see you in the middle of (laughs) this with Clayton and the women, because that would have been TV gold. I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. Every time I post a recap, I'm just hoping to God, somebody will reach out to me and be like, Hey, would you like to be a part of a group date in some way? Cause I'm like, I'm like about ready to just keep a running notes of like, like, okay, these are my ideas. If I were to be on a group date of what I would do, what I can facilitate, I will bartend. I will like lead a group therapy session. I will help you like wrap Christmas presents for your grandma and give you advice on like marriage. Like, I don't care what it is. Like, I just, I want somebody to call me in so bad so I can like see the experience. At least oh, you came God. to the right place. Fun fact, Wells is my brother's doppelganger. Like I have sent so really? many photos of Wells to my brother and been like, y'all are literal twins. And so bartending with Wells, and he, yeah, I'll, I'll send you a photo of him after the fact. Oh but my God, we could do still. like, we could do a thing where you we set your brother up in like the whole bartending get up like behind the bar and People like the cast, not know the difference. Well, and then the cast can walk down and like order a drink and just see if anyone even recognizes it that it's not actually wells it's the curly hair everything it's oh like they have the same like eyes like the way that they like laugh at things i'm like you guys are literally the same <laughs> so when i see wells i think that's why my heart gets so like oh he's my family like a lot of you guys feel that way i feel like I, you know like when you're saying when you meet somebody for the first time you're like i think this person's going to be in my life for a long time mm-hmm. everybody i've met like you guys like people from the batch world like it feels like you're meeting family and that could be because I'm a creep and I know more about you than I should. But I think more than that, it's like, I feel like it takes a special person to put themselves out there on national television and be so open and vulnerable with their lives and like let people into that, like their world. Like that. I don't know it. When you meet somebody like that, you that in me connects with that in you and it feels like it's family. And so Mm -hmm. side note, as a just watcher, like, I, I want to thank you guys so much for being so vulnerable and allowing people to see parts of your life that are messy, but also like really amazing and like the best thing that's ever happened to you and also like the worst thing that's ever happened to you all at once. And so I really appreciate the fact that you guys, even if you are afraid to do it, you do it anyways, because one, it makes great entertainment, but two, it allows people to grow with you. Like I've learned so much about myself and our relationship with, you know, me and my husband and my family dynamic just because of watching you guys be open. So I just want to say oh, thank you. Elise. Oh, oh I'm uh, actually touched by that. Wow. That's so sweet. Well, thank you. Well, thank and same you. for you too. I know, you know, uh, social media is so prevalent these days and you share so much and obviously people can pick and choose what they want to share personally, but yeah. you've always been so open and vulnerable, even like not only in your funny videos, but like in some of your uh, songwriting and singing as well. So yeah. thank you. I mean, I'm, uh, at the end of this, we'll have everyone, you know, know where to go to find you, but please check Lisa out. Like her videos are incredible. Some are funny, some are touching, some are just like badass. They're so good. <laughs> um, we'll get into all that, but I need to ask you yeah. since you've been watching the show since the beginning overall, 
if you could have if if Jonas would allow you to have one hall pass, who would it be in Bachelor Nation? Oh no. Oh my gosh. Oh, I have to think. Wait, okay. I've forgotten every single person I've ever seen in my entire life now. Joe and I, um, okay, wait. I'll, I'll, I'll let you think for a second. Joe and I were just talking about this because a girlfriend of mine, her hall pass, and she's in like a very happy committed relationship, but jokingly, her hall pass was Tyler Cameron. So when I was gone for so long on Matt's season, her boyfriend started to be like, have you have you heard back from Serena yet? Have, have you heard from Serena yet? Because like, this is getting too close for comfort. Like, this was no. this was not the plan. Serena's getting mad friend. and Matt's best friend is with Tyler. <laughs> okay, I have my answer. I have my answer. And okay. I, I, okay. Oh, I feel bad now because he's like happy. Ben Higgins. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm going to leave now. Bye. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Ben is such a great guy. I he is happily married, but you know, he's so gets a sweet. Hall pass. I I think like I just it's it's like you meet like you see people like that just seem like they are who they are on camera and off camera, and that's what you're like. That's what's so attractive to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, like you just seem like a teddy bear. Uh, it, yeah, anyways, that and and. I'll leave it. No, I'm leaving. No, no, I need to know now. I need to know. No, I can't. You you have to. You have to. (laughs) No, I can't though. You can't. I'm sorry, (laughs) Nice. Uh, I love that. (laughs) Because he's just got such a sweet smile. Like his his whole face is his smile, and I'm like, it's just so nice. I'm gonna tell him that, and he's gonna be so amped. It's going to make this whole week. I'm never going to hear the end of it. I'm going to have to um, block this entire episode from Thomas because he's going to be heartbroken, Elise. I thought, I don't know if Thomas could hear me. And if I thought Thomas could hear me, I think I'd light on fire. So I, he was automatically excluded <laughs> from this conversation. That was never going to come out of my mouth. He's slowly, I, he's weeping in the corner right now. I feel like we could talk about The Bachelor with you for hours. This has been so fun. But let's get more into like, you overall and your TikTok rise to fame, if you will, if you will, um, what's your creative process when you make these, do you just watch an episode and, you know, like find a funny bit and you're like, that's it. Or how, like what all goes into this? Oh my gosh. Way more than you would think. Well, maybe not more than you, you probably know it. It's more work than it looks, but so what I do is I have to watch the episode like three times. (laughs) Which they just keep getting longer. I'm like, I don't know who's editing these, but they go for they went from like 45 minutes and now they're like seven hours. I'm like, this takes so much time. So and I love it though. I want it all. I want them to be seven hours. So I watch them a few times and then I will make notes of like um I have like a whole spreadsheet of the dates and what the date is, and then notes from them that I'm like, yeah, this is really cool. I'd like to talk about that. And then I like have to like edit them so that they fit on the phone. And then I have to go into the TikTok app and record them on green screen. Then I have to record my screen because I, I have to get them all to edit the episode later. So I, I like make a, a max it out at three minutes. Then I have to go back into my phone I'm and do so a screen recording. Record. Huh? I'm so Oh, look at Elise's face when she hears no, Joe's. Do you want to say hi to Elise? Yeah, what up? Here, take a headphone. Want me to jump on this thing? I might as well. I'm not, I'm not, uh, hey, Elise, yeah. what's up? How How's doing? it going, Joe? I'm good. How are you? I'm so good. I'm just here in Nebraska, and um, that's she's, where she's I am. blushing. Why? I'm not. I'm just. I'm. It's warm here. That's why my face is wet. So look yes. at Joe's face. The smile just lights up his entire face. It was yeah. Like, well, you sure as hell it. weren't thinking that night one, Becca. So <laughs> yeah, Becca. How could you look at those dimples, Becca? It's yeah. because you guys. I have this weird sixth sense. I knew something better was coming in the future. Sure. Okay. She and Joe it. and I just she needed to it. stir shit up on the beach in paradise together. That's yeah. why. That's true. That's true. That's true. Grocery store Joe. I have one question for you. Um, what is your favorite thing about serena oh Ooh, that's, you can that's, give more than one if you want it's okay if you want yeah to give more than one. you can do top 17 <laughs> you, know, you know what oh wow put me on the spot <laughs> probably just uh yeah her giggle her laugh Aww. her laugh always puts me in a good mood no matter how stressed out i am when i hear her laugh i feel like Oh, oh, sweet! Thank you. I'm gonna I'm gonna record her giggle and have you make it your ringtone. That's a good one. I I don't want to play it out. Okay. Um, We don't want other people falling in love with her. Just, just Joe. Just Joe. I do want to ask a question, and we probably should have started the podcast with this question, but I'm sure Becca already knows the answer. Can you tell us, me, our listeners, how did you get into TikTok? 
like how did this journey oh begin for you because like i'm assuming you didn't go to like tiktok college and then graduate <sighs> and then start your career in it no, 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 no. I went to TikTok and I started, I went to TikTok University. Sorry. <laughs> I, I started posting on TikTok because um, I was awake really early because I had a new baby. And so I just started waking up at four because I was like trying to get alone time as a mom before August woke up. And when I was awake, I would think of like funny things to say um, that I thought were really funny at least. And so I would just hit record and as I'm like making my iced coffee in the morning and then that was it. And nothing was seen more than like a thousand times, right? Like it by on accident by people. And it wasn't until I, uh, August had his first word. Um, and I posted that, that people started coming to my account. That was like the first big video was August saying mama, which I'm now realizing was just gibberish, but it was cute. <laughs> um, and so then after that, I've started gaining followers steadily, but like until the taco video, that's when it just like it ran away from me. I was like, I don't control this at all anymore. It's, it is the world <laughs> now to perceive and experience. Um, and so, yeah, it just kind of happened by accident. And I just realized I really love it. And people love watching me tell stories and people love the way that I process information and spit it back out. And like, I feel like people just kind of are looking to me now to kind of represent like just the mental health space, the ADHD thing, like the mom thing, the like Nebraska thing, like comedians like it's like it, it, it literally I just feel like I get to have conversations with people in literally every walk of life in every like um, career in every age group and like I get to have conversations like this where it's like I seemingly before all this it was a nobody in comparison to like celebrity and then now I'm just having conversations and I get to just oh yeah it's just so encouraging to me that people want to hear what I'm saying it's just it's mm -hmm. wild well I think like my take on your account what's so amazing about it is you just show so many different facets of your personality like you're a comedian you're a storyteller you are relatable you are a mom you're a wife and you you're a bachelor fan and you just show all of that so people just see this like really holistic image of like who mm. you are which is a really scary and hard mm -hmm. thing to do I think on the internet to like share all these different facets of yourself and like I think you know Beck and I can relate to the like going from you know total being totally anonymous to being yeah. totally public and it's kind of yeah. a crazy jump but you know mm -hmm. I think you've evolved really like beautifully I don't know if that's a weird mm -hmm. thing to say about yeah. TikTok yeah. Okay. No, I, I have a question. How, what would you give yourself like a piece of advice? Would you give yourself looking back when you were just starting to become like famous, famous? Like what would you encourage yourself with? I had kind of, well, I'm still kind of in year one. So like that might be a better question for Becca to answer. And I also just didn't have a normal transition because when my season was airing, I was in Ontario in full lockdown. Basically, wow. I didn't get out of lockdown from the pandemic fully until I came back from paradise. So wow. it got, it hit me like really, really hard all at once where like well, yeah, I had definitely. no gradual growth. But I think just um, don't look at everything and just focus on what makes you happy and what you're passionate about and the people in your life and their opinions. Cause that's really what matters. That's yeah. Really good. And I you, think Becca? just to add on to that, I would say like, I mean, I've been now like in this world of bachelor nation since basically 2017 and you know, for a while it was just such a change in my life. Like I went, uh, you know, as Serena said, like anonymous to blowing up basically overnight. And, and I think people feed so much into being a certain way on social media, looking a certain way, oh, yeah. you know, having a certain aesthetic. And like, for me personally, just over time, I've had to kind of just grow into myself and post like what I want and what makes me happy. And yeah. I, like, I didn't, I, and I did really try hard now, especially to just not care about like engagement and numbers and just to do it for me. Yeah. And that's something that I didn't know right away. Like, you know, when you get kind of into this world, you have so many people and agents and managers and brands coming at you being like, you know, what are your numbers? What's your engagement? What's this? What's that? Here's what we can throw at you for that. Yeah. And I had no idea about any of that. And so I really try to like not focus on that and care about that and just like 
post what makes me happy. If that's food or if that's my dogs or if that's my relationship or whatever it might be, I'm not, I'm not trying to do it to gain followers and boost engagement. It's just more for me. Um, and I know that's not for everyone. I, that's just for me personally, but just to not get caught up in the numbers of things. And, and that's what I want to say to you, Elise is like when Serena says you're TikTok and your Instagram and your social media just platform as a whole is so relatable. You truly, I will say this, like you keep it so real in every mm-hmm. facet, whether it's funny, whether it's regarding mental health, whether it's serious, whether it's just being vulnerable in sharing your songwriting and singing, like mm-hmm. you are just you on any given day. You have your good days and your bad days. And that's why I personally love following you and supporting you. And I think that's probably like why a huge fan base loves watching you as well is because you're just going to be you. And I think in this world, in this day and age, that's not as common as we think. And it's such a beautiful thing. So I want to thank you. And you also are a huge advocate for just women and just building each other up and sharing kindness in our actions and our words. And I think that is so incredibly important. And you're just, again, for all of our our listeners, like, please check out her page because she just is so well-rounded and has so many incredible things to share that we could all take a page from. All right. Well, I'm crying. So that's really good. (laughs) (laughs) I I think like, I think that growing up, I really just was so desperate and hungry for a space that I felt like I was allowed to figure out who I was and be myself. And I feel like I grew up in the era of Instagram, just getting big, Facebook, just getting big. And it was like that super polished, like life, like highlight reel of your life. And I felt like there was no space to make mistakes. There was no space to have learned like uh, an opportunity to grow in in front of other people and get it wrong. And like, I genuinely from the bottom of my heart, just want to cultivate like this community, which sounds so cliche of, of people that like have their permission to just be themselves and nothing else. And like also change in it. I think that mm-hmm. when you get famous, then people you're like time stamped as this person and you are never allowed to change your mind. And like, if you're famous long enough and in a public eye, like it 10 years from now, you will be a different person than you were when everyone found out your name for the first time. And like, I just want to be so transparent with the fact that like we're human, we can grow. We can also make a video and have our hair be in a million different directions and define literal gravity. And then like still like be funny and relatable and like, and like make a friend. And so, um, yeah, thank you so much. That's mm-hmm. all I ever have wanted to do on my videos. So the fact that that translates just makes my heart so happy. Oh. Oh, I'm getting chills again. This has been, <laughs> I have to say, like one of my, not just because you're you and incredible, my friend, but like one of my favorite interviews I've done so far. It's just been so, so real cool. and so fun. And it's not all only bachelor focused, but everything else. Um, yeah. All right. I know you are a very busy woman. You have a husband and your career yeah, and TikToks to so make and your baby. But um, let's get into a quick little game. And yes, um. <laughs> We know you're not available since you are married with a child and all, but just for this game, we're going to pretend that this is Elise's season of The Bachelorette. So we're going to do like a little (laughs) rapid fire question. This season of The Bachelor. So she is pretending to be a contestant on The Bachelor. Oh, okay. Okay. Got it. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) Good catch. Okay. So... But your husband can be the bachelor in this scenario if you would like. I love yeah, it. Yeah. Great. Okay, great. So yeah, we're gonna pretend wait, should we pretend or, Jonas is the bachelor? Or, or no, Hickett. we're gonna pretend we're just gonna pretend no, the no. bachelor. Yeah, the bachelor is gonna be a bachelor and just like how you would okay. interact with him. So great. Um it's gonna be rapid fire. We'll just ask you a question, you just love it. go. So okay, first things first. Elise, you're all dressed up. You get out of the limo to meet the bachelor. What's your big reveal? Are you going to be wearing a costume, driving up in a tractor, etc.? The world is your oyster. The budget is also your oyster. Okay. I'm going to be wearing uh, jeans and um, some type of tennis shoes because I'm not about to stand in heels all night. I don't don't have the knees for that and the lower back. Um, And I will be singing a song. So I'll have my guitar and I will have written a song on the spot like on the limo drive over, because if I think about it too long, then I will lose my mind. So I'll just have written a song and walked up to him and like been funny, not like trying to be like 
serious about it. Like mm-hmm. really funny. Uh, and that will be my, that will be my entrance. I love that. Perfect. We yeah. got to recreate this too. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's going to steal this idea. You're going to have to see this on the mm-hmm. next season of The Bachelor. Oh, I can't wait. I, I, I hope so. Well, our next question was going to be, what would your dress look like? But we already have heard denim and tennis shoes. So I'm going to skip that one. Yes. You <laughs> finally get to talk to The Bachelor, but another woman interrupts you. What would your yeah. response be? Um, that's okay. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. No, thank you. No, thank, no, thank you. Maybe later. Yeah. Um, okay. Roles are reversed now. So what if you haven't had time to talk to the bachelor yet? Are you going to be interrupting another woman? Um, yeah, definitely. I will not be the jerk that like is just going in two minutes into somebody talking. I like my, here's my thing. I am not going to like fight somebody to like want me so I I would be the person that like sends myself home because I'm like nah I'm okay like I have no I have no room to just like fight for somebody and I know that like that comes later but like first night I'd be like nah dude if you don't want to like if I didn't catch your eye you have like 30 people here so I'm not gonna like waste my time running after you Mm -hmm. so I would like interrupt but I wouldn't really like do it too too much and I, I wouldn't try that hard you know what I mean I just if he didn't see me and be like wow she's stunning I'd be like that's okay someone else is gonna think I'm stunning thank you, you. know what I could see you doing I could see you because you're so sweet that like but like in a how do I say this? like in a sassy sort of way though so I could yeah. see you like giving the other girl enough time but then coming up with like a plate of food and just sitting down being like oh you guys want some and like starting it off that way is like this thruple and then you know and then the other the other one skedaddles yeah like I'm not asking you to leave I'm just gonna join yeah. can I just sit yes. here while you guys talk like yeah. I just have some food and we, everyone has to eat anyways so my, I might as well share my wings with you yeah. yeah that's like something I would definitely do. I would People. love that and I would love to see if the other girl was just like like, okay, fine. I'm game. Like, I'm going to stay yeah, here I wanna, too. I want to wait like, too. Who's going to leave first? <laughs> I'm going to use that actually. I really like that. That's share really share one of my 100 Taco Bell hard shell tacos. Yes. Thank you. Hey guys, I had to get one of the producers go get me a hundred tacos. Um, would you want one? They're going to be soggy in about 30 seconds anyways. So if you don't want to eat one, then like I'll just eat them myself, I guess. But that's why I wore jeans tonight. Thank you. All right. So I would give you the first impression, Rose. I'm just saying. <laughs> this is now your one-on-one date what would be your biggest fear in terms of like activity like do you hate horses do you not want to go skydiving swimming with sharks what's the absolute never i'm gonna send myself home before i do this date oh i mean it's anything heights wise and any literally anything too high or too low so underwater no anything in in space sky no just keep me on the ground like if you will i will see level See, nor- yeah, normal sea level. And like, that's good. Like, it's good. I'll ride a horse. I'll drive a uh, car. I'll walk. <laughs> Just please <laughs> don't push me out of a plane in the sky and don't make me like look at things that live in the ocean and don't want to see people. They live in the ocean for a reason. Yeah. Please don't make me look at it. Okay. So on that note, then for a group date, would you rather do a physical activity or a performance activity? Oh, performance. I can't handle any type of physical, like, unless it's like not, I don't want to fight anyone. I don't want to do any of those like, uh, like pillow fights with like the feathers that go everywhere. I don't want to do like WrestleMania. I would, I want to, I can roast somebody. I can sing a song. I can like come up with things on the spot. I just, I don't want to like fight anyone. Oh my God. No physical altercation. I got punched in the face on my season on one of those days. Yeah. I'm right there with you. No. And, And I don't, I, no, no, thank you. No. No, but I'll go on a hike. I'll do that. I'll like on the work ground, out. not on the moon. Yeah. On the ground. I can even handle a little hill. I'm like, I'm good. If I can't fall off the side of this mountain to my death, I'm like, I'm good. But if it's like, I feel like I'm going to, no, no, thank you. No. Mm-hmm. I get it. All righty. You hear another woman talking about her boyfriend back home. Are you telling the bachelor? Absolutely not. That is her business. Who knows? He might be in, into open relationships. I don't know. I'll, I can ask him, but I'm not going to tell him about her boyfriend, no. I'll let her use my phone to call her boothing back home, my contraband phone. I'm not, I'm not, I don't care. I'm not going to tell the lead. It's all good. Yeah, prison rules. Prison rules. Keep don't her name talk- out of my mouth. Yeah. Would you be open to calling another woman out if she's doing something rude? Oh, yeah. I, I'm a big fan of, like, your 
your consequence, your choice. So like, if it just affects you, if you're being rude and it's just you in a room, fine. But and when it affects me and like the health of the house, yeah, I'm going to say something. But if, if it doesn't affect me, like, no, you, you keep going yeah. and being your bad self. I, but I, I just think like, if, if you're going to confront, like if there's someone stirring up shit, don't breach the lead. Like, just take it right to that. Like, That's you're a grown ass woman. I, you can handle it yourself. Thank you. I do not understand. I'm like, do you know how much drama would be resolved by people just talking? Like, that's pretty much a universal thing. Or like, how much drama has thing. been resolved that gets brought yes. right up because someone oh takes my it gosh. to It kills me. Like, people like, she's not doing her dishes. It's like, dude, just, no. Oh my gosh. Yes. Just talk <laughs> about it. Anyways. Um, All right. Oh, and wait. Serena, you got the last one. This is our last one. So, unfortunately... Your time on The Bachelor has come to an end. Are yeah. you crying in your final interview in the level? Oh, no, no. You say it now. I know, I, I know. I know I have the luxury of not actually experiencing that and it's hypothetical. I Okay, so one, I am a crier. The only thing that I am worse at and like, and like, I just, I will stone cold ice someone out. If someone has hurt me, I will give them nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, I will go to like the darkest place in my brain to not give them what they (laughs) are like wanting, which is me to be sad. And I say that like not having experienced it, but it's, I will shut off. I will become a robot. And then when everyone walks away, I will lose it for like 17 days. (laughs) Um, And, but then you don't know, I feel like by the time you get sent home, if you make it long enough, you have been around the cameras and all of that long enough to where you kind of are desensitized to it. I'm sure. Like if you've been to like the last few weeks, it's like these cameras have been in your face the whole time. So crying, crying would feel less like it'd be, it just feel like less invasive. Like you're just talking to a friend, right? Mm -hmm. Is that kind of how it would feel? So totally. This has been such an absolute blast. Oh my gosh. Please come back anytime. We got to get you into the mansion. We got to get you involved somehow. I know you're very busy, but we have to have more of you. I will take it. Thank you so much for the opportunity. It was so good to see you. It was so nice finally meeting you after Becca's been (laughs) raving about you for weeks. Now we can be friends too. We are now friends. Yes. I'm so happy. Elise, thank you so much. You are the best. Yay. Okay. I'll talk to you guys later. Oh my gosh. I just absolutely love her. Is she not just such a gem? I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with her. She's so funny. She's such a gem. I want her to come back and do like an actual full episode recap with us one day. Oh, uh, 1000%. She will be back. I'm going to find, give me two seconds. I want to find her. I should have had her plug her own Instagram and TikTok. But for any of our viewers out there who want to check her out, it is Elise. It's E-L-Y-S-E underscore Myers. And that's M-Y-E-R-S. That's her Instagram, Elise underscore Myers. And then her TikTok is... I have it up. Again. It's... Elise it? okay. Myers, just her full name, no underscore. So at E L Y S E M Y E R S, and definitely follow her on there. I went down mm-hmm. a deep dark rabbit hole of her TikTok and was laughing hysterically. Yeah, you never know what you're gonna get with her, and that's that's why she's so fun to follow. But even even better in person, I cannot thank Elise enough for joining, and I can't wait to see more of her. Um, Okay, Serena, before we wrap this episode really quick, we have to go through, of course, our rose and our thorn of the week. So I'm just going to keep it simple. My rose were, I'm going to say Susie's shoes when she came back from that date because they were incredible. Uh, And then (laughs) my thorn is going to be how many times the women say the word like. I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, they do say it a lot this season. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, my rose is going to be getting to watch Susie's shopping spree, the part two where she got to try on all those designer gowns. I thought that was so cool. I've also been to Vienna before, actually. So the date that they had, I've actually been to that castle. So getting to Ooh. see like all the spots, I was just like, oh, I'm dying to go back to Europe. Yes. And then my thorn is going to be Sarah's fake tears. I'm sick of the fake tears. Nothing irks me more. We've seen them multiple times this season. And yeah, that would be my thorn. 
That's a good one. All right, everybody. We're going to leave it at that until next week. Again, huge thank you to Elise for joining us. You were such an absolute pl- pleasure to have. And Serena, thank you again. And an even, even bigger thank you to all of our Bachelor Happy Hour listeners. And I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. As a reminder, we are still casting for both The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. You can head to bachelornation.com slash apply to nominate either yourself or someone else. Also, make sure to hit us up on social. You can find us at at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram. And from there, you will find everything you need to know to follow us on Twitter and TikTok. And Bachelor Happy Hour is available on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you listen. And you can listen ad-free by subscribing to Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app. Thank you, everyone, for listening this week. Thank you again to our guest, Elise and Becca, for having me. We will see you all next week. Until then, bye, everyone. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. I think when, when you're in a relationship, being able to travel with somebody is like one of the best things you could do. I agree. I think some of our best memories together are exploring new places and relaxing somewhere on a beach. So we've been working with the brand Beachbound Vacations to find our next perfect beach vacation. And instead of spending hours searching for your perfect beach, take the perfect beach finder quiz and let Beachbound do the heavy lifting for you. Go to beachbound.com to get started today. I mean, I love it. I can't wait for our next vacation. To get started, go to beachbound.com, click be the first to try, and then select take our quiz. There's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. 